Good morning, listeners. Philip here. Solo. Another solo show. What the if Matt was missing in action? He's not really missing, but he's unavailable today. And I didn't see a reason to stop questioning. What the if? You know. There's always things to be ifed, and I think between you and me, we can do this. I was wondering, we are sponsored by the Unemployed Philosophers Guild, and uh, I was wondering if there was an if that came about because of things that they sell, things that they have invented. And one of my favorite things at the Unemployed Philosophers Guild which you can find out more about at philosophersguild.com, and I'll tell you more about them in a second. But one of my favorite uh, gifts that they sell is are, uh, are Freudian slippers. Wait for it. It's a good joke. It usually takes me a second, first time I heard it, uh, and, and afterwards sometimes too. <laughs> Freudian slippers, which made me think of friction, which made me wonder, what if, Excuse me, what the if there were no friction in the world? Mark Zuckerberg is always talking about how he wants a frictionless experience on Facebook, and that has worked quite well to his own advantage. Everything has slipped out of our pockets into his. But uh, friction, you know, in the physical sense, you're walking around in your Freudian slippers and you slip. No longer do the Freudian slippers have the grip that they used to. Zip sliding away. Maybe that's the title for our episode. First, let me tell you a little bit about the Unemployed Philosophers Guild, our sponsors. By the way, if anytime we use a suggestion that comes from you guys and you ladies, you, as a fellow ifer, will get a gift from the Unemployed Philosophers Guild. So send in those ideas. Keep them coming. And when Matt's back, we're going to be continuing with those. Super fun. If you don't know what the Unemployed Philosophers... I think you know what the Unemployed Philosophers Guild is without maybe not knowing their name. You've seen their gifts everywhere. Here's a little thing they wrote for me. Let's see what it says. What the If Podcast... That's us. What the If Podcast is supported by the Unemployed Philosophers Guild, makers of finger puppets of the great philosophers and Freudian slippers. You can find them at philosophersguild.com, the Unemployed Philosophers Guild, makers of smart, funny gifts for your smart, funny friends, and that's you. You're my smart, funny friend. Thank you for listening. What if there was no friction in the world? Well, winter is ending occasionally. Uh, Every other day, winter is ending here in New York, Brooklyn, USA. Uh, Today, it looks like won't be any snow and ice. So there may be a little bit more friction today. But no friction in the world. Already everything has slid off your table and you just slid off your chair onto the ground and you are sliding more. It's immediately a disaster. Now, we wouldn't have started if if the idea is what if there had never been any friction. That would be quite a world. Let's start with the slightly easier one of What if there's no friction 
it, suddenly friction gets turned off. It happens. It happens. Usually without expecting it, you're suddenly on the ground. If you've ever been skiing and if you're as bad a skier or an ice skater as I am, friction, frictionlessness will take over <laughs> pretty fast. When I was a kid learning to ice skate, my sister, who was two and a half years younger than me, put me to shame immediately by putting on her skates and going out on the ice rink and tooling away, round and round she goes. And uh, we were in the same ice skating lessons, uh, the same ice skating class. And everyone in the class, it seemed, I, I don't know, I must have been around seven or something, I don't know. They were all skating. And I had the humiliation of being so afraid to even start moving on the frictionless ice, relatively frictionless ice, with my ice skates on, that I had to get what noob beginners, the worst, the scaredy cats, had to get uh, to come on the ice, which is like a walker. Yeah, like, you know, like senior citizens have, who've earned the right to have a walker, but a kid uh, walking on the ice for the first time really it, it's about as pathetic as it can get. And that was me, you, 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 you know, just like you see with a walker, like you hold on to it, a metal frame. has four little feet. And away you go. Now, if you're really pathetic, you can even barely master the walker. Or the skater, I don't know what you would call it on the ice, walker on the ice, white walker. That'll slide away from you too. Your, your feet will go backwards. Your arms will stretch, the walker will go forwards, and you'll fall on your face. Hopefully this never happened to you. Clearly it's had an effect on me. It's uh, quite a few decades later, and I'm still asking, what the if I had to survive in a frictionless world? So, why would this, you know, this, on what the if, what we do is we take one idea and we just, we allow ourselves one gimme. One crazy switch we can throw, and then everything else has to stay real. So we're giving ourselves, right, let, let's agree to say, okay, we can turn off friction. Boom. Hit the friction switch. Throw the switch. And suddenly we're floating away. We're floating away. No, we're not floating. Are we floating away? Are we sliding away? So you're sitting in your chair. I wonder what you're, I'm not sure what you're doing uh, listening right now. Maybe you're in a car, which would be quite an experience if suddenly there was no friction. Maybe you're walking, also would be an experience. Maybe you're sitting uh, somewhere and listening on headphones. Or you're sitting on the sofa at home, listening through your uh, speakers in your room. All of these situations would be pretty wild. Let's start with the easiest one. You're sitting. So, you know the old uh, Maxell ad, Maxell tapes, where the guy is sitting in the big chair. And he's sitting in front of a pair of speakers. And the idea is that he's being blown away by the sound, by the amazing sound of cassette tape. Quarter-inch cassette tape blowing him away with its high fidelity. So that uh, his hair is pushed back. He's, it looks like he's in a wind tunnel. And there's a lamp next to him further emphasizing the power 
of quarter-inch cassette tape and its high fidelity, courtesy of Maxell. That's, that, that, that's what's happening. If suddenly it's frictionless, the Earth keeps spinning. And it's not friction that keeps us on the Earth. It's gravity. And yet, we know that friction <laughs> plays a role because when you're on ice or something like that, you're going to go flying. Now, if you're on the ice and you're just sitting there by yourself on the ice rink, you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to move. As long as you don't move, you're okay. But the slightest bit of movement, we're talking no friction. Mathematically, no friction. Not like, oh, less friction. We're talking no friction. So all it would take is one tiny bit of movement. In fact, think about when, when they're in the space station and they're in no gravity or what we would call microgravity. Uh, tiny bit of movement, they start going. So you start moving. No matter how much gravity is going to push down on you, there's still no friction. So you and every other object are independent. So everything's moving. I think the guy in his chair, as opposed to the people in their cars, the guy in the chair is going to have the easiest go of it at first. You know, let's say there's some movement. You're going to... Could you hold on to the chair? Could you squeeze? Is squeezing different than friction? I think so. Let me try it. Everybody try it. Squeeze your chair. If there was no friction, it might, you, you could slide, your fingers could slide off. But let's say you're able to hold on. Eventually, though, everything in your room is moving. And uh, things that weren't bolted down are moving, let's say. You know, um, if the ground isn't stable at all, for instance, in New York, we have the subway rattles along. All it takes is a tiny bit of movement there to get things going, and suddenly they, once they're going, they keep going, right? Like in a video game, if uh, something starts moving, it just keeps sliding. Or on a billiard table, everything just keeps sliding. Now, remember, as I said, there is still gravity. So it's not that everything starts flying into the air. This is the interesting thing. It makes it a little bit more complex to puzzle. So fortunately, things aren't flying in the air. The, the things aren't, you know, it's not like, not like we're in the space station in that respect. Things aren't floating all over the place. So we have a two-dimensional issue. Flatland has become extremely dangerous. Wear um, safety equipment. Wear your safety equipment. Was there any warning before the switch was thrown? Let's say yes. I'm, tr I'm trying to think, are we allowed to do that? What do you think? Warn people that the switch is thrown? Is it caused by some evil government? Did the Russians suddenly hack into our friction network and just turn it off? Is it off everywhere on Earth? Yes, it's off everywhere in the universe. Because that's how we do it at What the If. We, we tweak the entire universe. We tweak the laws of nature. 
as best we can through our imagination. All right, so let's see. Buildings, do they start sliding around? No, they're, they're anchored. So if you're anchored, the buildings are anchored to the bedrock, hopefully. You're okay. I don't know about buildings that are sitting on soft ground. Landfill and earthquakes, it's, a, it's quite a danger for them because they do move around. But let's, let's stay small for a second. Max L guy, he's flying. Okay, it's too late. He's flying. A guy in the Max L chair and his lamp, they're just whipping across the living room and then they hit the wall. And then they bounce. Oh, this is poor Max L guy. Poor Max L advertising man. Icon of advertising. Humiliated by his, uh, his, his image actually coming to life. And coming true. Power of quarter inch cassette tape, the incredible high fidelity, the amazing speakers he bought because he's such a badass. To listen to his bootleg music, the black album from the Beatles, bootleg music blasting. And he starts moving across the room and he hits a wall and he bounces. Now, like the old video games, like Pong. The, the, uh, the, the little pixel that represents the ball hits the wall, bounces off at an exact corresponding angle, hits another wall, bounces. will keep bouncing forever. Because without friction, nothing's going to stop it. So Max L guy, he's bouncing around his room. As long as he doesn't fly towards an open portal, a door, a window, something like that. Uh, he's okay in the sense that he's going to keep bouncing around the room. Let's leave him there for a second. Max Man ricocheting off the walls of his man cave where he listens to cassette music. Now let's go to our friends in the car. To so all you, my fellow ifers, those of you who are driving around, suddenly there's no friction. Clearly, an issue. So, if you're on a straight road, driving along, you're okay if uh, everyone was moving at the same speed. So, first of all, let's start with the simplest example. You driving on a straight country road, perfectly straight. Boom, no friction. And if you're lucky, you keep sliding straight forward. But if there's any deviation in the road, obviously, you're going to start spinning. As if hap- as if ha- as happens when you're driving on ice, if any of you have had that fun adventure. Uh, spinning out of control. Exciting. If there's other people on the road, I mean, it's just a... It's kind of a, a, a pile-up let's say, and yet, with, without friction, everything will just keep moving. So the problems are going to be at the curves. There's going to be a lot of piling up at the curves. And a lot of other people are going to just keep going. Now, remember, gravity is still working. And so those poor people who are going up any kind of hill, 
are coming back down. Everybody's coming back down together. And there's going to be trouble at the bottom. Even if it's a gentle curve at the bottom, everyone's going to slow down somewhat as they hit that bottom. Or anyone going different speeds, they're all going to start. It's crazy. This is perhaps one of the most extreme, insane, what the ifs we've had. The, the, great, the most catastrophic. Also the most fun, if you allow yourself to have fun with this idea instead of being horrified. Stay with us for science. Keep a, keep, keep a fun mindset. So, here's an interesting thing. You're in an airplane, and you're flying along. Now, the pressure of the air is that... See, here's a question where if Matt was... We would need Matt here a little bit. Is it the friction against the pressure of the air that keeps the plane up? Or is it the, it's the solidity of it? You know, the thickness of it? Good question. That's a good question. We've got to add that to our questions for Matt. So now the question becomes, how do we... Uh, this world is going to stay this way. So, so episode one of this series is going to be spectacular. I don't know if it's going to be uh, zombie-esque spectacular, but there's going to be a whole lot of smashing and a whole lot of crunching and a whole lot of flying, and it's going to be sponsored by Maxell, and there's going to be awesome rock and roll music blasting as soon as the friction switch is turned off and everything goes crazy. <laughs> There'll be way better sound effects when we get a budget. I promise. I promise. I keep promising. The really interesting thing for me is, how do we now adapt No Friction Earth? No Friction World. If you're not anchored down, you're flying. And so, we would have a strange world where, first of all, Everything has to be bolted down, or it goes flying, and it's dangerous. One would think that perhaps, at least during the transition period where we're trying to bolt everything down, who knows how long that takes, especially given that you're doing this within the frictionless environment. It's going to be, we're going to need some new skills. Now, the iron workers of America, the steel workers, of the world, the brave men and women, will learn those skills, I have no doubt. But it's going to take a little bit of time. And so, safety gear is essential. So, invest in bicycle helmets. Invest in bicycle helmets and hard hats. Uh, helmets of any kind. Skyrocketing on the stock. Interesting seeing the guys trying to get to the stock market and trying to continue their work, whether they're the, the guys who sit at the online terminals, which is what most of the stock market is, or those old-fashioned guys who still remain down on the New York Stock Exchange, yelling and screaming as they slide around the ground. I mean, imagine this, as, as they throw all those pieces of paper on the ground, the, the ones that used to fall to the ground are now swirling everywhere. Imagine the chaos. It'd be kind of fun, actually. Safety gear, uh, elbow pads, wrist guards, probably, yeah. 
Maybe. Walkers. Yes, the, 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 it's, I was the pathetic one then, but I was far, I was forward seeing. I was a seer. And I saw it coming and I said, this is a skill. This looks stupid now, but wait till the friction is off, everybody. I'm going to be the one still standing because I can use a walker on the ice. Everybody's got walkers. Segways are completely useless. They, they, they were going to change the world. It's now the walkers. And uh, Game of Thrones fans, of course, are selling a special brand, White Walkers. Scary. Uh, the rest of us just call them walkers. Sliders. Who knows? And so the walkers possibly could become our means of transportation because here's a bonus. As long as things aren't in your way, you could go really fast with, the, with very little effort. You just kick off. You know, like in the pool, you kick off from the wall and you get a nice boost. You, you go a little bit f towards uh, out into the water without having to start moving before you can keep swimming. Well, now it's just boom, off you go, wherever. I think that magnets are going to be important. I think magnets would, would save a lot of lives. Walkers with magnetic bumpers. Okay, so actually you're probably going to want to wear a magnetic suit. I think is what's going to happen. Probably start, somebody would realize, hey, if we have magnets, and these two people have magnets, they're not going to bump into each other. We'll sort of ricochet off each other's magnetic fields, but we won't smash into each other. And uh, so maybe that could sort of stabilize things, every single year. Magnetic fields keeping us away from everything. Now, of course, this would only work against other things that have magnets attached to them. But we got to work on that. Everything has to... Okay, so everything has to be sprayed. There's another question for Matt. Can you spray... Would it be possible to have some sort of, like, uh, magnetic... Like, you could spray paint things with a magnetic substance? Not just magnetic, but, like, as a pole, right? A polar opposite so that things can bounce off each other. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, of again, Silicon Valley... Combined with the fashion industry, which is already happening, for, for better or worse, fashion not quite reaching the top of Silicon Valley yet, but something happened in there. You're going to be able to get magnetic clothing, and that's going to protect you. Everybody's going to be wearing that. We're going to have to because we're all, otherwise you're all just going to be bouncing off each other. Now, there, there'll be certain times where you would we want to, and I'm going to keep this clean so we don't get an explicit rating. Sometimes you don't want to bounce off. So, it's getting hot in here. You have to take off your magnetic clothes. Do so at your own risk. I leave that to the songwriters to tell the new stories of country songs that tell the story of how you're tired of being so repulsive. Yes, we would want to be repulsive in this new frictionless world where magnets keep us safe. If you believe that magnets 
have health uh, positive health properties, which I don't think is—I I don't think there's evidence for that yet. But boy, if you do in another what the if alternate universe, there's a what the ifer. There's an ifer, a person of the what the if mindset who's saying, wow, an unexpected outcome of the frictionless world was that everyone started wearing magnets and suddenly became, I don't know what, their memory got better or they, they, had, uh, they were free of antioxidants and it somehow... I leave that to you, to our spinoff episode. What if magnets were healthy? That's a good one. I'm going to write that down for the future. So, things that need to stay away from each other will have reverse magnetic polarity. No, we'll have the same magnetic polarity. That's when you can't push two magnets together. You push the North Pole to the North Pole, doesn't want to go. North Pole to the South Pole, latches on. Don't get your polarities mixed up. You're going to have serious trouble in friction, frictionless world. Anti-friction world. No friction world. Other a safer, uh, safer, perhaps more convenient means of things down would be by cables, ropes, or uh, you know, cables made of steel, or any kind of substance. You could tie things down. So, just a thought. Just a, for some reason, that led me to thinking of catapults and evil can evil who uh, was, was famous when I was a kid and uh, for a little while more into, I guess in the 70s he was popular, maybe I guess the 80s, how, how long was he popular? Is there an evil Knievel now? Another question for Matt. You may know as well. Let me know. Is, uh, is there someone like evil Knievel out there now? Not a magician, remember. Not a Chris Angel-esque character or David Blaine, but a stuntman who did things like uh, tried to ride his motorcycle over a whole lot of cars lined up, or even more insanely, launched himself on a rocket uh, to try to fly over the Grand Canyon. Or Snake, Snake River Canyon, I think it was. Anyway, Evil Knievel, um, some positives and negatives. Again, he could build up tremendous speed on his motorcycle, but he's not going to be doing it through the normal means that we've all expected these days, which is the fact that the tires grip the ground through friction. They're not going to do that. And in fact, if he tried to go up the ramp, he would fall right back down, like Tony Hawk trying to skate on a half pipe. And uh, <laughs> Tony Hawk could do it, but... Uh, I had the great fortune once, if you allow me to name drop a filming Tony Hawk once, while he was practicing, and he fell down a lot. Pro tip. Even Tony Hawk falls down. But with a catapult, you could, you could go really far. So it might be that we have magnets to keep us from the edges of things. You could, of course, also use magnets to launch yourself, as we do with roller coasters. But you could also just have a simple, simple catapult or a spring, you know, something like, like a, basically a ballistic means of pushing yourself. I mean, 
already I see an issue, an issue, a uh, uh, situation here where fossil fuels and all that kind of, I think that perhaps energy, right, obviously without friction, energy use can go down significantly. Now there's another problem where friction is used in the creation of energy and the storing of energy. That's another problem. Again, we need Matt. Here's another what the if. The world without Matt, the world without people who know things at the level Matt does and other people, scientists, historians, podcasters, can see that that's a, that's a bad place to be. So catapults are shooting us forward. Magnets are keeping us off the walls. We're wearing magnetic clothing. And um, we still don't know what's happening with the airplanes. Hopefully they're safe. They are an unknown factor that are just hold in our imagination. We can put them on pause. So there's a wor- the surface world is all happening down here. Meanwhile, up there, in episode two, a frictionless world. We're going to hit play, and boom, we're going to see what happens up there with the planes. I was about to say planes, trains, and automobiles. What about trains? Trains also require friction to stay on the rails. I'm sorry, friends. Trains, all the trains fell over. Blink. Trains off the tracks. Going to have to be replaced with maglev. Catapults. Catapults for all. Now. There's an even deeper question here. And this is where I'm going to leave it. Because, Matt, I've piled up a whole lot of things for Matt to contemplate. And for you, listeners, uh, I'd like you to contemplate for me. And if you have information, if you have suggestions, or if you have worries or concerns about what it's going to be life when, what it's going to be life, <laughs> what it's going to be like when we hit that switch and turn off friction in the world, maybe next week. I'll get back to you on that TBD, what time the friction is going to go off. But just get ready. Store up your magnets. Store up your ropes. Get your slingshots ready. But in the human body, and in all living creatures, friction plays a role. What if, the, if there's no friction going on inside the fluids and things like that that go in your body could be trouble you might have a runny nose like you don't even know that's kind of gross so uh, we'll be sponsored by kleenex next week as well i think frictionless boogers i said it i said it go back to being a kid that kid on the walker on the ice so look around you, brace yourself, uh, go to Google and look up that ad about, uh, that Maxell ad I'm talking about, Maxell man in a chair, lampshade tilted, being blown away, if you haven't seen it before, if you have, uh, just to bring yourself back, nostalgia, for the power and the magic of cassette tape. Next week, Matt Stanley returns triumphantly from whatever wormhole he's disappeared into or he's, he's returning via wormhole from whatever other what-the-if universe he was exploring. 
I will try to cable him uh, a cable. I, I will try to send him a message uh, using entangled particles, perhaps some way, if there's some way to reach between here and the alternate universe he's in through the wormhole. There's identify which wormhole he used of the many that are available to us. We'll get him thinking about this frictionless stuff. If you like this show, do us a favor, help other people find it. Quite a few of you now have left us uh, reviews, wonderful reviews on iTunes. Five stars, kind words, funny descriptions, heartfelt descriptions. Much, much, much appreciated. And it, it really does make a difference in terms of us getting featured on iTunes and other players. By the way, if you don't have iTunes, if you don't use that thing, you know, if you use Google Play or you use Stitcher or you use Pod... Uh, honestly, it's hard for me to keep track. Facebook, you've heard of that. Twitter, wherever you are. Right now, as soon as you're done listening or as you're listening, unless you're driving on a frictionless road, wait until you do your best to try to pull over and maybe stop. I don't know how you're going to do it, but good luck with that. When you do, when you're able to, to, to pause safely without sliding out of control, go to one of those places and just say, boom, what the if podcast is really cool. You know, put a link in there if you can. What the if.com. It's about as easy as that. What the if.com. On Twitter, what the if show. Love to hear from you. Love to hear from you. Uh, tied up uh, filming this documentary about Mist, the video game Mist, by the way. Some of you may have seen me post about that. In another world, I'm a documentary filmmaker, and uh, in another another world, I was a super nerd who loved this incredible game Mist when it came out in 1990, and the sequels that followed. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, and you played Mist and you're interested, by the way, side note, side career, uh, I'm uh, looking for people to tell me about their experiences growing up. What, what did the game Mist mean to you? Anyway, I uh, uh, was out in Washington State this week filming and uh, got tied up a bit, so I haven't been as active on Twitter as I like to be. Getting back to it now. I want to engage with you guys, share the funny, funny things we come across, funny pictures, funny questions about science, serious questions about science, thoughtful questions about science, complaints about science, complaints about the lunch you had. Whatever. Bring it. Uh, what the if show and we're also on Facebook another great place you can find all our episodes there but our website whatthef.com has everything you can find out who I am you can find out who Matt is or you can at least get a sliver of who we are it's, it's hard to encapsulate our entire totality on one about page uh, on the web but I did my best and, and you'll see a funny picture of Matt with his cat on his shoulder because he speaks to animals wizard send in your ideas send in your ideas what the if blank fill in the blank send it to us or just straight up science question inspired by the episodes we actually had or just that come to you in your mind and when we use your idea it's very exciting you will be ifed if your idea gets chosen we say you have been ifed by the way, all of you who are listening, I like to think of you as ifers. We're all ifers. We are people who ask, what the if? And if one of your what the if questions gets used, fellow ifer, 
you get a prize from the Unemployed Philosopher's Guild. Makers of funny toys, philosophersguild.com. Check them out. We've already had two amazing, um, two or three incredible fun shows inspired by listeners uh, whose gifts are on their way to you, by the way. Promise the Unemployed Philosopher's Guild. They may be unemployed, but that doesn't mean they don't have dedication getting their products to those who care, like you guys. Thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed this this episode, although uh, brought back some memories about me having a walker on the ice while my sister went around skating with glee. But I can deal with that. That's why we do this show. We work through things. What the if? And fortunately, I've moved on. And, and, and another great memory that's brought up was the Maxell ad. I'm going to go open some boxes I've got here in deep, 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 deep storage and pull out some of my Maxell tapes, on which, by the way, I recorded every episode of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy radio show. Fantastic. My preferred medium of all the different variations of that show, but the book would be a very close second. Movie and TV show, not so much. Anyway, gonna bust that out and hit play, gonna let my hair get blown back by my cassette tapes. Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Matt will be back. I'll be back. And the two of us together, along with you, please join me now, will say what? What? The, the, if, 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 if. Bye now.